Hello and welcome to the 361st episode of the Brawl Time Podcast. I'm your host, Jackson, and today I'm going to be going over the top five high-skill cat brawlers inside of Brawl Stars. Um, so yeah, I mean, these are basically just the brawlers that require uh, the most skill and are like the hardest to master. Uh, I mean, you're definitely going to want to be uh, like picking one of these brawlers as your main, especially if you're looking for one that's really going to require just like a lot of skill and practice to get good at, but will really pay off in the long run. Uh, so yeah, let's go right into it. All right, so starting off the list, coming at number five, in my opinion, the fifth highest skill cap brawler inside of Brawl Stars is going to be Byron. So yeah, Byron definitely requires quite a bit of skill. I mean, for a few obvious reasons. I mean, first off, uh, really any brawler that has like long range and like such a kind of like thin attack, you're really going to need to be very accurate uh, with that brawler in order to succeed. And uh, yeah, definitely I feel like Byron uh, fits that criteria. You really have to like get your aim down with him. You're going to need to be able to learn to hit all of your shots properly because yeah, if you don't, he just turns out to be a very weak brawler. Uh, I mean, also, like, one of the things, like, kind of the main reason I have him in here, but not, like, Piper and Brock, is that there's, like, a whole other factor to him. You also need to learn how to correctly play him with the healing abilities. Uh, because, yeah, I mean, like, really one of the main reasons why you would play Byron is because of his healing ability, especially from a long range. And you really need to know how to, like, properly balance out, uh, like, when you should be uh, going and attacking the enemies, trying to damage them down. And when you should be healing up your teammates, you need to go to, like, shooting across lanes to heal them, uh, like, knowing how many attacks you need to hit them with to heal them up to a good health. Uh, yeah, you just need to be, like, uh, very conservative with your ammo because, obviously, your gadget requires ammo. Your super requires just quite a bit of skill to get good value out of. I mean, just in general, Byron just requires a lot of skill. I mean, back when he was, like, first released, before he got nerfed, he really didn't require that much skill just because he was, like, so overpowered. Uh, but now that he's no longer really a top brawler in the meta, uh, I mean, he's still okay, but he's no longer that good. You definitely really need to know what you're doing. But in the hands of, like, a really good player, Byron is very scary. I mean, I've gone up against some super good Byrons, and it felt almost impossible to beat uh, just because, yeah, they were able to kind of manage their ammo perfectly. They knew just when to heal, when to attack. Uh, so yeah, I mean, definitely, if we're looking for a main, uh, Byron's a really good one, very high skill cap. Um, so yeah, so I have him at number five on the list. Um, so yeah, Byron, like I was saying, coming at number five. So next up, coming in at number four on the list, uh, in my opinion, the fourth high skill cap brawler inside of Brawl Stars is actually going to be Sprout. So yeah, I feel like especially now, Sprout requires a lot more skill to play than he used to. So, I mean, obviously, when he was first released, he was, like, the lowest skill cap brawler in the game. I mean, you could, like, try and miss, and you would still have enemies uh, just because of that overall star power. Uh, but now, especially after a few nerfs, Sprout, you definitely have to be very good at him. But, yeah, I mean, a good Sprout just absolutely dominates. So, first off, his shots are a little bit trickier to hit. I mean, I feel like they're, they're still fairly easy to hit just because they can, like, bounce off a bunch of walls. But, I mean, you definitely need to know what you're doing. Uh, and, yeah, if you get really good at it, you're going to be able to hit almost all of your shots. Um, also you have to be like very careful, like when it comes to fighting, not to take damage, uh, because yeah, especially after that gadget nerf sprout is, um, pretty squishy. So, uh, yeah, it really just comes down to like properly knowing, uh, like how to hit your shots and how to avoid taking hits. Uh, it just requires a lot more skill than other throwers from what I found, but I feel like the main thing about sprout that makes him start to play is definitely that wall placement. 
Uh, learning how to properly utilize Sprout's wall is one of the hardest things you can do in Brawl Stars. I mean, it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't necessarily like require a ton of mechanical skill, uh, just because, I mean, all you're doing is like throwing down your super, uh, but it requires like a ton of kind of like mental skill and just knowing the game very well, uh, knowing like when you need to throw it down, when to block off that key lane, uh, when to use it on defense, when to use it just to apply more pressure. And there's just so many factors that comes into playing that Sprout wall. Um, and yeah, in the hands of a really good player, it's going to feel almost impossible for the enemy team uh, to beat Sprout in lane just because he can utilize that wall so well. I mean, there's also like a bunch of other like really, uh, like they're very like niche tricks, but occasionally there are like some very cool things you can do with Sprout wall to like boost yourself forward. Um, yeah, I mean, there's just a bunch of things involving that wall. I mean, that's kind of the main reason I have him so high on the list. But I mean, also just in general, he's a pretty hard brawler to learn. So yeah, I definitely think Sprout is pretty underrated in how like hard to actually is to master him. Uh, which is why I have him as the fourth high skill cap brawler inside of Brawl Stars. So coming at number three on the list is going to be Mortis. So uh, shouldn't really be a huge surprise here. I mean, Mortis requires a ton of skill to properly play. Uh, I mean, like the main thing with Mortis is you literally need to know every single one of you when interaction in the game. Because, I mean, that's what Mortis is all about. Uh, he's all about dashing in and trying to just have the better odds at winning that fight because... When you go in with Mortis, one of the brawlers is going to live, one of them is going to die, pretty much guaranteed because you're right on top of them. So you need to know every single interaction with every brawler, every power level, every star power, uh, with like both of the different gadgets, if you have super, if you don't have super. I mean, there's just so many factors to play in uh, to like Mortis matchups that, yeah, if you really just don't know your interactions correctly, you're really not going to be able to do too good with him. I mean, this especially applies to 3v3 modes where you really need to... Uh, uh, find some kill. I mean, Morris's main job is to uh, just get a quick kill, and from then on, you can like really apply pressure and probably win the game. Uh, and you also there's just like a bunch of mechanical things about Morris as well. Uh, I mean, obviously, if you, you can get like really good at dodging, you can really learn how to properly utilize his dashes outside of his attacking enemies. Uh, I mean, there's a bunch of like strategies you can do by getting into their spawn. Um, yeah, I mean, you can really start to chain supers a lot. I mean, even, even trick shot and brawl ball. Uh, not really, like, great for, like, actual competitive games, which is a cool thing to learn. That requires quite a bit of skill with Mortis. Um, and, yeah, just in general, he requires a ton of skill to play. But, yeah, I mean, it really just comes down to you need to know pretty much every single interaction with every brawler. And also you need quite a bit of mechanical skill. So, yeah, definitely I think Mortis deserves a spot at number three on the list. So, coming at number two, it was a very close call between number two and number one. Uh, you can really go either way on this. Uh, I mean, yeah, my opinion on this kind of changes every few days to weeks. But right now, I'm going to say the second high skill cap brawler is going to be Colt. So, yeah, Colt, he requires a ton of skill for really only one reason. Hitting his shots and, like, actually hitting, like, a full clip on enemies is so hard. But in the hands of, like, a good Colt, you can absolutely destroy everyone. So, I mean, I assume all the guys who played Colt know how hard it is to actually hit shots with him. Uh, because for him to actually do like a significant amount of damage, he needs to hit them with their, his whole clip. And that's way harder to do than like hitting a Piper shot. Because with Piper, you only need to hit one bullet and it will do full damage. With Colt, he shoots out six different bullets. So you need to know uh, how to like hit them all. Because if you don't, you're not really going to be doing that much. Uh, but if you manage to actually hit the enemy with all of your Colt uh, ammo, you're going to absolutely destroy them. And yeah, easily just win that lane. But it just requires so much skill to hit shots. 
I mean, I assume we've all gone up against like a super good Colt and a Colt 1v1. And you can just see like how much skill they actually like actually requires to dominate with Colt. Uh, yeah, just so hard to get those shots correctly. But once you do, you're going to be able to take over. Uh, also, uh, yeah, I mean, it super requires a ton of skill, basically like his attack, but even harder to hit. Uh, and also his gadget, the silver bullet, requires an, not a ton of like mechanical skill, but it really just comes down. It's kind of like the sprout wall where you really need to like learn how to properly utilize it. Like one should use it to just like kind of landscape the map and blow up some key walls. One should use it to help you get a kill. There's just a bunch of different circumstances they need to get good at. Uh, but yeah, definitely cool. Super high skill brawler. You could very well make a case for him being number one. Uh, right now, I decided to go with him as the second high skill cap brawler inside of Brawl Stars. So yeah, coming in at number one, in my opinion, the high skill cap brawler in all of Brawl Stars is going to be Dynamite. So yeah, I mean, shouldn't really be a huge surprise here. Dynamite just requires such an insane amount of skill. So I mean, first off, his attacks are extremely hard to hit. Uh, I mean, out of every single brawler in the game, he might have the hardest attacks to hit just because uh, they're so easy to dodge. Uh, yeah, it really requires a ton of skill uh, to actually hit shots because it's really all about like playing mind games, knowing where the enemies are going to dodge, which direction, and managing to hit your shots. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just so hard because dynamic attacks, they're, yeah, they're very easy to dodge. They're very hard to just hit in general. Uh, but I mean, obviously that requires a lot of skill. But that's not the thing that makes him the highest skill cap brawler in the game. Uh, that is definitely going to be his Dyna Jump star power. So I assume you guys have all seen the clips of the crazy things like really, really good Dynamics can do. Uh, like they're out here like jumping like six times in a row without touching the ground and then making a trick shot. Uh, I mean, it's just kind of insane like what they can do. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely like a good Dynamite is just so hard to properly master. I mean, even right now, I feel like no one has really mastered Dynamite. There's always things that they can keep on practicing, just getting even better at their double, triple, quadruple jumps. Uh, yeah, it just requires so much skill. I mean, you really need to know when it's worth using, like, your Dyna jump and when it isn't. I feel like that also is, like, a key factor in separating, like, the good Dynamics from the great ones because a lot of Dynamics just kind of use their uh, Dyna jump, like, randomly and doesn't really give them any help. I mean, even if, like, they land a double jump, it usually doesn't do anything for them. But a really good Dynamics, able to just really take advantage of it, just kind of keep the enemies on their toes constantly, uh, just trying to figure out how to deal with the Dynamite, just missing all their shots. Um, yeah, really good Dynamics, able to do that very well. Uh, and yeah, they can just stay alive for so long, just keep the enemies on their toes, and yeah, just very easily dominate Dynamite. I mean, he's just such a high skill cap brawler. If you're looking for a brawler that like, you really want to main and also can do some crazy things with that's super fun, Dynamite's definitely the pick because... Yeah, I mean, probably no one will ever truly master Dynamite just because of how much skill is involved in all the different things you can do. And yeah, I mean, he's a ton of fun with the double jumps. And yeah, just in general, a uh, really good Dynamite is way better than a bad one, which is why I decided to have Dynamite as the high skill cap brawler in all of Brawl Stars. Um, so yeah, it's going to be all for my top five uh, high skill cap brawlers in Brawl Stars episode. Uh, let me know if you think I missed anyone. Uh, I mean, obviously, you could have put in, like, Piper or Brock as well. Uh, they just barely missed the cut. I mean, really, any long-range brawler, like, also Nani and B, all those brawlers kind of just barely missed it. Um, yeah, I could definitely see why you would put them in, like, the top five. Um, but, yeah, definitely let me know if you'd like me to do an episode like this. But for the low skill cap brawlers, um, but, yeah, thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode of the Brawl Time podcast. 
Uh, so before I end the show, I'd like to remind you to join the Discord server if you haven't already. Uh, definitely a lot of fun things you can do there. Um, yeah, very active chat. A lot of fun people you can talk to in the community if you want to message me with any episode ideas. It's definitely the place to do it. Uh, but anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast, and I'll see you tomorrow.